I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Even when it's a game that should stink, the NFL pulls magic out of thin air. Baker Mayfield or Tom Brady? What? I don't believe what I just saw. No joke. I really don't believe what we just saw play out on Thursday Night Football. And if you haven't seen it, ah, NFL Network is diving right in with the broadcast right this second. But I think you should listen to us instead. Watch it, but listen to us. Yeah, who are you? The last game we saw before tonight... Tom Brady, three seconds left, throwing a touchdown pass to a rookie running back to stun the Saints and pull victory from the jaws of defeat. Snatch it, snag it, grab it, save victory from the jaws of defeat. And now here we get our next primetime game, our very next NFL game. Talk about prime. Baker Mayfield gets the last laugh. Or maybe he is Tom Brady. Shorter, squatter, a little bulkier. And Tom Brady does not headbutt his teammates without a helmet on. Did you all see the video? It's out there. He just, he's, he's going to welcome himself to LA. I suppose after you throw a game-winning touchdown pass, and you lead a 98-yard drive with 95 seconds to go, well, maybe you can throw a little headbutt without the helmet if you want. But it certainly seems like none of his teammates, former or current, are ready for that little move of Baker's. They're going to start backing up. He's going to find himself with no one to headbutt. Don't really care. But you know what? We'll cross that Baker bridge when we come to it. For now, he's trending. Move over, arson judge. Baker Mayfield is in town. Hello. Hello. Okay, raise your hand if you were cheering for Baker. Or even if you weren't cheering, raise your hand if you were secretly, quietly rooting for Baker Mayfield. My hand is in the air. I wanted him to have success tonight. First of all, I don't remember the last time I said this. I actually wanted him to play. I wanted to see him play. I'm being honest. I've, I've not always been a huge fan of Baker's. He's got a very specific skill set. He does actually play better when his hair is on fire or when his ass is on fire. Either one. This is who Baker is. He thrives under pressure. Now, sometimes he makes the most bonehead decisions you could imagine. And there were a few of those tonight. <laughs> But when the pressure is ratcheted up and Baker can settle in, that's where Baker has always operated at a high level. 
listening to Westwood One tonight, they recalled his rookie season when he came in for Tyrod Taylor in a similar situation and led a game-winning touchdown drive. Baker loves this stuff, and I know you want to hear from him. Wait until you hear the joy, but yet the humble brag in his voice. And actually, I take that back. I do feel like we're getting introduced to a humbler Baker Mayfield. Let's be fair. Let's be fair to him, but let's also tell it like it is. Yes, this was one hell of a performance in the final four minutes of a primetime game on prime, which is why we can call it primetime. He showed off. He showed out. He's got people raving about him. According to the insiders who are covering this game and and posting on Twitter, the locker room was lit. This is a team that just won its fourth game. You may have seen the stat during the broadcast on Prime. They have five guys from last year's Super Bowl team that have played every game this year. Five. Four of them on the defensive side of the ball. That should tell you, in a nutshell, why it's been so difficult this year. In many cases, they probably just want to write this off. But they don't. They don't. They go out and they get a quarterback off waivers and decide to throw him into the fire. Want to hear something even crazier? The Rams were the only team that put in a claim on Baker. Not one other team in the NFL did it. 31 teams said no thanks. Even teams that don't have good quarterback options right now. They decided, eh, it's not worth the trouble. And maybe, maybe it wasn't for most of them. But the locker room is fired up, screaming. (laughs) One insider tweeted bumping. The locker room is bumping right now. You'll hear it behind Sean McVay. Two days after he's claimed off waivers, 48 hours after he lands in L.A., he leads the team to a win. This wasn't all Baker, far from it. But in hearing him following the game, yes, there's a little bit of that old Baker with the sly smile and the, hey, this is what happens when you doubt me. But there's also humility. And maybe it doesn't last. Maybe it doesn't. But after the journey he's been through in 2022, he started the year as a member of the Cleveland Browns with a banged up shoulder, knowing he was headed for offseason surgery, but otherwise having no idea what was in store for him. Just knowing the Browns were missing the playoffs as they played out the string of last season, he's still a Brown. Doesn't have a contract extension. Thought maybe that would be the case in the offseason. He goes off to have his shoulder surgery. Meanwhile, his agent finds out at the combine in February that the Browns are going to be looking at other quarterback options. Okay. It's a business. What are you going to do? Except then they throw their hat in the ring in the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes. And even before Deshaun chooses Cleveland and the $8 billion guaranteed contract, Baker's already said goodbye. 
Remember that night he got on Instagram and issued his emotional goodbye? It's a Dear John letter. He broke up with the Browns before they could dump him. And then he decides he's going to react in a way that is all pride. Sure. He was embarrassed. Sure, the team just moved on from him unceremoniously, but I'm good. I'm going to go play somewhere else. Hey, Colts, I think it'd be a great fit if I come play for you. Oh, wait. They went with Matt Ryan. And then he sits there, and he's quiet, and he's silent, and maybe he stews. But honestly, more than that, I think sometimes when we're embarrassed and humiliated and we fall flat on our faces, because let's be fair, Baker had a lot to do with this himself. It wasn't all him. He got treated poorly by the Browns. It's not the first time the Browns have made poor decisions. Not the first time the Browns have not treated their coaches or players in a professional manner. It goes from bad to worse in Charlotte. He's with the Panthers. He gets a couple of shots, then gets hurt. They fire their coach. The wheels are coming off. Actually, better analogy. The boat is filling up with water faster than he can bail, and the Panthers can bail. And so what does he do? He asks out, just let me off at the first island. I'd rather take my chances on this deserted island than stick with this sinking ship. And the Rams are the only team that claim him. The only one. And yet, the NFL... Well, professional sports in general, but the NFL, anything can and will happen. Anything. Anything. I got to tell you, I wasn't expecting this, of course, because who would have? But after his first drive, and we're going to hear the various highlights from the game, after his first drive... I put up what I thought was a funny kind of sarcastic tweet, (laughs) not realizing that it was maybe a bit of foreshadowing, but this is what it sounded like when Baker got back on the field. All right, second possession, John Wolford and the Rams after they rushed for nine. No, it's Baker Mayfield making his Rams debut on possession number two. Well, we heard heard there was rumblings all all morning and early in pregame that He's going to get an opportunity to get in this game and play. Maybe this is where you get that shot down the field. Former number one overall pick in 2018. 27 years of age under center. And Royal and Soul wearing the number 17. Brings a man in motion from his left. Cam Akers, his back. Play face. Sets up to throw. Baker's first throw as a ram. Completes right <laughs> side. 45-yard line of Las Vegas. It goes to Van Jefferson for a first down. That's the call on Rams radio. J.B. Long maybe doesn't recognize Baker because he's wearing number 17. (laughs) So he's out there with number 17. And you hear the commentary of Maurice Jones drew on Rams radio. There was talk all morning. He would be active, but active and coming out for a drive at the end of the first quarter. That's two entirely different things. So I tweeted this. 
just because I was in a bit of a goofy mood. Seems easy enough. Baker Mayfield on the sidelines after his first drive, probably. (laughs) I mean, that was easy. He leads the Rams to a field goal. And it didn't stay easy the whole time. It, It did not. They literally saved the best for last. Probably not intentionally, but that's just how it works out. You ratchet up the pressure, you ratchet up the heat, and there are times over the course of Baker's career, both in college, where he turned out to be a Heisman Trophy winner and a number one draft pick, and into the NFL, specifically his rookie season. If he's flying by the seat of his pants and his hair is on fire, sometimes he finds that rhythm and he looks damn good. And that was the Baker we got in L.A. Welcome to the Rams house. Welcome back to primetime, Baker. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Oh, you can put your hands down now. Or you can pretend like you weren't rooting for Baker Mayfield, but I don't believe you. He's become a sympathetic figure. Jay, tell the truth. Did you want him to stick it up the Browns and the Panthers rear ends, stick it where the sun don't shine, and come in and, and lead a touchdown drive a la Tom Brady? Just be know. honest. I don't know if I was necessarily rooting for him, but I definitely oh, I did want to see him play. I wasn't rooting for him to fail. It was kind of cool. but Oh, okay. For the first time, you weren't rooting for him to fail. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. It was cool. I think it's a cool story of just a short week. He was there two days ago, so that's what I like about it. Oh, amazing. We're live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Do you need to know what it takes for a home to fit your budget and your family? Rocket can. Yes, even right now, uh, seeing this second half play out on NFL Network. And we'll hear from Sean McVay, from Baker himself, about the process of even getting the plays out there. Even getting the plays called in the huddle was a feat that took a village. They couldn't just do it based on his knowledge of the playbook because he didn't really have any knowledge of the playbook. An interview I heard with Ben Skoranek on Westwood One after the game, and we're going to play part of it because he was fired up. He caught that 32-yarder on the final drive. He said, we put the game plan in on Monday and Tuesday, meaning... You know, he's already behind the eight ball when he shows up on Tuesday night. And Ben says, I couldn't have done it. I wouldn't have known the game plan by Thursday night. This was a short work week. Even shorter for their new QB. I can't wait to hear your reaction. Come on. Give it to me. On Twitter, A-Law Radio. I actually put up a post a little while ago because we're going to have a guest from Seattle coming up at the top of next hour. Because I wanted someone to react with. (laughs) So, yes, I am yelling on my tweet. In all capitals. Isn't that what it means on social when you're yelling? But I yell a lot of the time anyway. I promise I won't yell at Mike Sando when he joins us about 45 minutes from now. (laughs) It's my special gift. It's the drama of late season NFL. And just as a side note, it's week 14. What? What? So, yes, on Twitter, A-Law Radio, let me hear it. And then on our Facebook page, After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Maybe I'll put a post up there, too, so you can react. We're going to get into week 14. We're going to talk about 
the other matchups, man, the quarterback changes just keep coming. Another team in the NFL making a QB change heading into week 14. I promised you that number, that total number of teams in the NFL that have used multiple quarterbacks because of injuries or ineptitude this year. Just wait. My running tally. I'm going to have to create another note on my phone. Start fresh. Even in week 14, teams are always looking. And I know we haven't spoken much about the Raiders side of this. But just as crazy is them losing this game, similar to what we saw from the Saints, right? How about the parallels between this Rams-Raiders game on Thursday night football and the Bucks saints on Monday night? The fact that the Buccaneers were so awful on offense for the majority of the game. Now, they didn't make a quarterback change. But we saw their glaring weaknesses over and over. Somehow the Saints leave the door wide open, as in wide open. They have a couple of three and outs late in the game. They do nothing with the football. You give Tom Brady too many chances, eventually he's going to find some rhythm and find a groove. There's too many veterans on that offense. The passing attack, there's too many of them. For it to not work eventually if you keep giving him opportunities. Can't say that specifically applies to the Rams, but this part does. The Raiders left the door wide open. And I said something very similar about New Orleans on Monday night. You get one first down on the drive in between the two scoring possessions by, in that case, the the Bucks. in this case, the Rams. If the Saints or the Raiders get one first down, one on those drives in which they went three and out, or in the case of the Saints, right, they threw the ball instead of run it. How about run five more seconds off the clock and then Tom Brady's out of time? Same thing in this case. The Raiders get one first down. The Rams never have the chance. Baker never has the opportunity. There wouldn't have been enough time left on the clock. And so here are the Raiders. This stat is going to blow you away. It's going to blow your mind. Because there are always two teams that are part of the equation. Your NFL nerd alert to kick off week 14. The Raiders are 0-4 this season when leading by double digits at halftime. Crap. Oh, yeah. You want something to cry about, Derek Carr? Here's something to cry about. The Raiders are 0-4 this season when leading by double figures at halftime. Going back to 1930, which was when they started keeping track. First team in nearly 100 years to lose four times in a single season when leading by double digits at the half. This is a new low for the Raiders. (laughs) The fourth quarter dominated by the Rams, dominated by really the first drive that pulled them within a score. Two completely different drives, right? One took nine minutes. The other one took 95 seconds. We're going to go through both of them. 
but it's just as bad for the Raiders as it is exciting and thrilling and joyful for the Rams. The thrill of victory and the agony of defeat. And my my brilliant assessment following the game as I'm trying to process the NFL is crazy. <laughs> that was what that was all I had for you on Twitter. You know the NFL's crazy. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yes, it is. All right. So again, on Twitter, A Law Radio. Also on our Facebook page, After Hours with Amy Lawrence. We're just getting started. Excited to talk week 14. A little bit of wrap-up from the MLB winter meetings as well. My friend Mike Sando. It's been a couple years since he's joined us on the show. He's in Seattle, writes for The Athletic, but we go way back to our previous network, and and he's going to be so good. His The one-liners that this guy has, I'm sure he's going to have a few for us after Baker's amazing comeback. Don't call it a comeback. He was already there. It's after hours. Oh, no, 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 no. You ruined it. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. So creepy. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. Second and goal from the one. Car under center, turns, hands off. It's Jacobs off right guard, and he bangs it in for our first points of the night. The Raiders capitalizing on the Adams one-handed gem of a catch. They bust it in with Jacobs, and the Raiders with 9-13 left in the first take the early 6-0 lead. Off the field, on the money, and after hours, it's time to talk football with Amy Lawrence. They started out exactly the way they wanted to. Raiders in search of their fourth consecutive win. Josh Jacobs, he's the man right now. He is not only the workhorse, but the bell cow, but along with Devontae Adams, a one-two punch for the Raiders. And as much as people like to pile on quarterbacks, and I know Derek Carr had a bad interception at the end of the first half. 
I know that he also threw the ball away at the end of the game, though there were two or three seconds remaining. This is not on the offense. The offense is scoring points. And producer Jay just told me this crazy stat because he's a fantasy geek. That's a compliment, but. Yeah, Josh Jacobs is the number one fantasy running back overall so far this season. And actually, I, I said Devontae Adams was number one. He's number two by two points. So, but still, I mean, that normally the number one running back and number one receiver are not on the same team. We got to see two incredible catches from Devontae Adams of his three tonight. Two of them were one-handed with a defender draped all over him. He had Jalen Ramsey all up in his grill most of the game, and yet he was getting the best of Jalen when the ball was coming to him. Plus Josh Jacobs, not that far removed from a 300-yard game. And so the Raiders start out with that touchdown, their very first possession, Spiro Didis on Westwood One. It's after hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. We told you Baker Mayfield enters the game in a Rams uniform, number 17. A little jarring to see him in gold and blue. Uh, but number 17 on the field in, in that first quarter, his very first pass attempt is a completion, uh, though they ultimately settle for a field goal on that drive, and they have a hard time generating any points. Uh, it, it really was a long stretch in between scoring drives or quality drives, okay? So they get that field goal, which takes them to the end of the first quarter. It was actually a 55-yarder, so it's not like they got that close. A 55-yarder. On their next possession, there's a fumble by Cam Akers, which is followed up by a Derek Carr interception. Okay, so the the end of the first half enters, or exits, excuse me, in train wreck fashion. We come into the second half, and, and this is what you have. Punt, 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 miss field goal. Those are the first five possessions combined in the second half. It It was like watching paint dry. And the joke, of course, online is that this is the worst game ever. Amazon Prime gets stuck with all these terrible broadcasts and blah, blah, blah. Al Michaels is slap happy. Finally, the Rams are able to move the ball a a little bit anyway. They gain 40 yards. Woo! 40 yards! Must have felt like they just went the length of the field for a touchdown. Instead, they miss a field goal. And we're stuck at 13-3. Raiders are able to answer with their own 31-yard drive. Oh, I mean, we're talking incredible stuff here. This is like Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Do you know Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs can go 71 yards, the the two drives combined, in about 30 seconds flat? Yeah, that's ridiculous. (laughs) And so it, it wasn't great offense. I'm not telling you that for sure. At times, it was hard to watch. But then... And because these games sometimes save the best for last, the NFL, I don't know how it happens. It's really uncanny. The Rams get the ball back early in the fourth quarter, and this is when they start to settle in. Although this one was a slow burn. What did I say earlier this week? Death by a thousand paper cuts. This was nine minutes to go 75 yards. 17 plays. 75 yards, nine minutes, but a little bit of redemption for Akers. Mayfield ready, under center, opens up, hands off. Akers finding Pater, pushing the pile. There it is. Touchdown, Cam the Ram. Touchdown, L.A. 
the first of the night <laughs> with 3.19 remaining. Oh. And the Rams are within 16-9 on a 17-play, 75-yard touchdown drive. But seriously, nine minutes eaten off the clock. Two things. They finally were able to settle in. Baker's getting more comfortable. The team is getting more comfortable with him. But do you know what else happens on that drive? The defense, the Raiders' defense, worn out, gassed. You're on the field for nine minutes of actual game time, and you're out there for longer than that because of the downtime in between. They're sucking wind. They're they're exhausted. And then what does the Raiders' offense do? turns around and goes three and out and puts that defense right back on the field. That is a recipe for disaster. I'm telling you, one domino drops in the way of the Raiders. They get one first down, the game is over. Or maybe Max Crosby and the defense doesn't get flagged for, who even knows what they got flagged for. There were some odd flags in this game, I'll give you that. So on that last drive with the Rams, there's an interception negated by a defensive pass interference, and then there's this. Empty set for Mayfield, shotgun snap. Eyes the middle, Crosby off the edge. He gets home at the 12. Max Crosby for his second sack of the game, and now a flag, and it looks like it's gonna be on the Raiders. A late flag, Baker Mayfield was calling for it. And this is going to be a penalty after the play. So it turns out to be unsportsmanlike conduct, something about getting hit, blah, 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 whatever. I don't know. So, and I I don't love the flag either. But again, I'll go back to what the Raiders had done with the possession. Absolutely nothing. They go three and out. This is why you can't blame referees for outcomes. Because if the Raiders get a single first down, it doesn't freaking matter what the Rams do because they're, they could be standing up and uh, standing on the sidelines, jumping up and down and screaming for flags, and it's not going to matter. So the drive continues, and this is the play. This is the play that, that gave me that ah, feeling. 16-10, Raiders with the lead. Rams trying to grab it for the first time tonight from their 28s. Snap back, Mayfield top of his drop. Spins one, right sideline, Skoranek the target. Did he moss him? He did! He brings it in at the 40 of Las Vegas. <laughs> wow. 107 and rolling. Rams got, down six. You got guys making plays here. Ben Skoranek is able to go up top. That is the very next drive after the flag on the defense. So it was first down, then it was another first down, and then boom. By that time, all the Raiders can do, all we can do is stand back and watch. Rams have to go 98 yards without a timeout. 23 <laughs> remaining, 15 <laughs> seconds. Mayfield flings it. Left side, end zone. Caught! Wow! Caught! Caught by Van Jefferson! With nine seconds remaining. Touchdown! L.A. 16 up. And a Matt Gay extra point can win it. Mayfield, comma, Baker, the touchdown maker. Must have extra point. Matt Gay for the lead. After the Van Jefferson touchdown reception from Baker Mayfield, here it comes. And the Rams are on the high side for the first time on Thursday Night Football. (laughs) 
JB Long there on Rams Radio. Before that, you heard Jason Horowitz on the flag. So, yeah, there's an interception that gets overturned. There's the flag. Now, that was a first down, so it's not necessarily extending the drive, but it gives them another first down, which leads to the Skoranek catch. Then you've got Baker just moving and grooving, and it's not something we've never seen from him. It's just been a while. Skyler finds me on Twitter, A Law Radio. BBB, Baker's back, baby. <laughs> Actually, I think fans might have been more fired up than Baker, at least by the time he got to the microphone. Wait until you hear the locker room celebration sparked by Sean McVay, but then handed over to one Baker Mayfield. Good stuff. Plus, I don't think Derek Carr cried tonight. But it wasn't that long ago that he was crying about all the effort revealing or re- resulting in losses still. Whew. Wow, if that hurt four weeks ago, this has got to be far worse. I'm just pissed off. Yes, the, po- the post-game reaction is coming up. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Week 14 underway. We'll have your Game of the Week poll before long. No, this wouldn't have been an option. <laughs> you are listening to the After Hours Podcast. No timeouts for the Rams, 15 seconds, second and 10 from the 22. Baker throwing, near side, it is caught. Van Jefferson for the touchdown. And with nine seconds left, we're tied. The Rams can take the lead on the point after. Baker Mayfield with a brilliant pass. Must have extra point. Matt Gay for the lead. After the Van Jefferson touchdown reception from Baker Mayfield, here it comes. And the Rams are on the high side for the first time on Thursday Night Football. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. First, we get Spiro Didis on Westwood One, and then the final call, the, the bow tie, if you will, J.B. Long on Rams Radio. You've been waiting. I know you can't wait to hear Baker Mayfield. Well, before we hear him at the microphone, how about listening to the postgame celebration in the locker room? This is for the Rams' fourth win of the season. Taylor Rapp closing it out. So many big-time stops defensively. Van Jefferson, Ben Skoranek making plays. Yep. All right. But to be able to come in here 10 minutes ago and help lead us to a victory, see you guys on Monday. Baker Mayfield. Wow. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. 
Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Doctor that, we did not edit that. Can we hear it one more time? Sean McVay starts out, but listen to the cheers when he calls Baker to the middle of the locker room. See you guys on Monday. Baker, Baker. Yeah! For you, Baker. That's fantastic. All right. Then he settles down a little bit. He doesn't drop the F-bombs. Instead, more about the comeback win, his first few hours in a Rams uniform. I don't know if you can write it any better than that. Obviously, we'd like to be a little bit more stress-free, but um, it's, it's a pretty damn good story. I'll be honest with you. So it's, uh, it's special. You can't say enough about Baker Mayfield and the leadership, the resilience, the competitiveness. Um, you know, and, and what a quick study. I mean, he just got here five minutes ago and, and figured out a way to, to be able to do some special things tonight. I just can't say enough about how impressed I am with just the command, the comfort, even just the operation. I mean, being able to just call the plays within the 40-second play clock or even 25 seconds out of a clock stoppage. or It, it was, uh, I mean, it, it's, I'm still kind of like, what the hell's going on right now? <laughs> that guy loves football. I mean, it just... He's ball, ball, ball uh, all the time. And just um, you can tell he's so much of a relationship guy, too. And we talked a lot about, you know, my coaches in the past and what made some of those guys special and just trying to, you know, point out the things that make certain players and coaches great. Uh, and just being able to, you know, pull the best out of each person is an extremely vital task. But uh, from his perspective, he, he knows those guys ins and outs and knows how to put them in good positions to win and have success. And uh, yeah, we just got to know each other a little bit and just philosophy wise and, and on a, a personal level as well. Keeping in mind, this is a four and nine team. You hear the locker room celebration. We got that off of Rams Twitter. And then you hear the exuberance with Sean McVay raving about Baker you hear Baker, obviously a little more quiet and confident, but this does wonders. You can't make this stuff up, and no one can take this moment away. In and of itself, it would be a sweet comeback for Baker. But then you throw in the fact that he only got to Los Angeles 48 hours before this game-winning drive. It's been a lot of emotions, to be honest with you. A lot of things that, uh, you know, some tough decisions. Uh, um, but everything happens for a reason, you know. I'm thankful that just prayed about it and it worked out. I'm really, really blessed and, uh, and I'm really thankful right now, especially just the guys here that welcome me in and uh, help me, you know, do the crash course here. Obviously, Liam, Zach, and Sean helping me do that when I, when I walked in and uh, Matthew helping out as well and John and Bryce. It's just, you know, thankful for that.
It wasn't perfect. It was far from it. We went over some of the gory details and the empty possessions. But ultimately, Baker, 22 of 35, 230 yards, a touchdown. He was sacked four times. And so he got a chance to get his uniform dirty. Ha ha. Ultimately, though, you could see the Baker Mayfield who was drafted number one overall five years ago. You could see that Baker, the Heisman Trophy winning Baker, the moxie. You could see Baker lock into the comfortable position. He's comfortable being uncomfortable. And I'm not telling you he always wins in these situations. Sometimes he throws the worst possible pass. But there's a reason why he's an NFL quarterback. And you can see how much he loves being out there with the pressure ratcheted up. When it comes to critical situations and, and kind of, uh, you know, those crucial downs, when, especially when the clock's rolling like that, just putting the ball up for guys like that and knowing the, the clock mechanics. I, you know, I had Brian Allen screaming in my face what the cadence was for that because we didn't cover it, and Sean's yelling in my ear as well. And, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, ball is ball. Ball is ball. That man loves ball. It's ball, 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 ball all is the ball. time. <laughs> what the hell is going on? <laughs> What the hell's going on right now? How often do you say that about the NFL in some form or another? Paraphrasing, what the heck? I don't believe what I just saw. What the hell is going on? What the hell's going on right now? (laughs) So good. Best reality show on TV. But yes, the opposite locker room. Well, decidedly different feel for Josh McDaniels and the Raiders. Obviously disappointing, but credit to credit to Sean and his group. Um, they obviously, you know, played they played hard and made one more than we did. Um, thought we had opportunities, obviously, to to help close the game out, but uh, certainly didn't do enough. So um, none of us did enough. It hurts, uh, but we put ourselves in that position, right? Um, you know, we you know we won you know however many games in a row, but it doesn't mean you win the next one. And uh, you try and you know, talk about it, preach about it, you know, uh, you know, work so that doesn't happen. Uh, but it happened to us today, and it's, it's hard. It's tough, but we put ourselves in that position. Like, it's nobody else's fault. I agree with that. Same thing I said about the New Orleans Saints on Monday night. Yes, this is a dramatic comeback, and that's what people will focus on and talk about. In fact, I'm, I'm watching Van Jefferson right now go into the end zone with the one-yard rush. 344 left to go in the game. Oh, actually, they're on first and goal now. So he'll get into the end zone quickly. (laughs) Uh, It's coming up. I mean, we're just about to go into the dramatic, most dramatic portion, the crescendo, if you will, the climax of this movie script. But it doesn't happen if the Raiders get a single first down. It doesn't happen if the Raiders somehow manage to run another 10 seconds off the clock. Like That's the difference. The razor-thin margin for error in the NFL, even if you have won three in a row, even if you're playing against a Super Bowl champion that has five guys who've played every game this year, five, that's it, and only one on the offensive side. They're missing a Pro Bowl quarterback, one of the best receivers in the NFL. They've gone through how many different uh, iterations of their offensive line, and somehow this can happen. That's the... Very thin margin between winning and losing. But this is a pattern for the Raiders, right? Fourth double-digit lead they've had at halftime that they failed to hang on to. It didn't feel that way, if I'm honest. Um, you know, it didn't feel like something like, oh, here, 
you know, here it goes again or anything. It didn't feel anything like that. Um, you know, at the end of the day, it's football, and you're going to turn the film on, and you're going to see, well, oh, that's why that happened or why that's why that happened. And, you know, coaches will correct it, and that's sucks, man. No margin error. Derek Carr, Josh McDaniels reflecting the other side of this. But Sorry yeah, for being emotional. The, the jubilation for the Rams, it should tell you once again how much winning matters in the NFL. There's only so many opportunities. This underscores one win. One win after you've worked so hard. One win after a streak of losses. I mean, this is a Super Bowl champion that's the first one in history ever to lose six consecutive games the following year. It's been bad. It's been bad. It's been dark. Sean McVay said, almost forgot what it felt like to win. What the hell's going on right now? What the hell is going on right now? We are off and running in week 14. I can't wait to hear from you. Some of you already weighing in. You've got your Baker memes. Oh, there's plenty of those out there. On Twitter, A-Law Radio, on our Facebook page too. Hey, coming up, you get to choose game of the week, but that's going to be after we welcome longtime NFL insider Mike Sando from Seattle after hours CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 